and we're live. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. Welcome back Ooh. in the studio. Ooh. We're back, and it's the trade deadline. It has came and gone. I know we were talking about last pod getting you guys to trade rumors or who we'd like, but um, it was a lot of work getting us back yeah, in the studio. Had a little move going. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Um, the studio actually didn't get a vacancy until as of yesterday, so we're back. Um, trade deadline has come. We're going to talk about it. But first, a little headphone warning for the users. A little headphone warning for the users. But what's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. We back in the stew. We're fucking back, baby. How are you feeling, Jimmy? We're back. We're back. We're back. It's official. We're back. Love this. You know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But we are back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're fucking back. This is this is great. Great vibes. Um, trade deadline has came and gone. It was at three o'clock today, um, in California time. It was six p.m. Eastern. But your San Diego Padres have made a lot of moves. Yeah, and this is not the preller of old per se with the name guys the big names big trades you know last year we got soto hater bell jury we tried we, we, tried. we tried we tried verlander we tried we we, we were sniffing <laughs> we were sniffing some verlander there were talks um padres were out they didn't want to give up a top prospect uh but the astros did we'll get yep, to there though that's right um the padres made a ton of moves, but we will talk about them now. A little bit of money ball being played. Um, so the Padres first started off today um with acquiring Rich Hill and G Man Choi. Dick Mountain, baby. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's crazy how the turntable turns because two weeks ago we played the Pirates and mm-hmm. Average Shakes had a tweet that said Dick Mountain Dick fuck. Mountain just killed the Padres. Yeah. Breaking the Padres are dead. Dick Mountain's the lead suspect. <laughs> yeah, so for what it's worth, it said Dick Mountain killed the Padres. Well, no, he's, he's here to, to save us. us. He's coming to revive us. Uh, Padres needed some rotation depth, and this is what gives it. I mean, tonight we have a guy named Pedro Avila starting who only has five innings on the year for us. So, obviously, that's a bullpen game. It's in Colorado. Um, but this is a game where we'd like to throw – Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Yeah. Exactly. I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping he's ready tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but and then you add a lefty power bat, G Man Choi. He's been down for a little bit this year. He was hurt. Just coming back. And I'm feeling great about this. Hopefully the scenery does good for him. He, uh yeah. We hope we hope. He, he was pretty good for uh the Rays for a while. I mean he was in a limited role. I mean everyone on the Rays is limited role, but yeah. No, I mean he's that left-handed bat, you know, that we have kind of been looking for the last two or three years. We tried it out with Josh Bell, you know, but this year we weren't necessarily looking for that Josh Bell type of player. G-Man Choi is very comfortable and very used to hitting against literally only right-handers. So him at that DH spot gets to give Matt Carpenter, you know, that I don't know what he, I don't know what Matt Carpenter needs, but the pressure, whatever it is, he that's relieved now. He doesn't have to be 
that left-handed power bat. Not saying G-Man Choi is going to come in and just start raking because I don't expect that at all. But, you know, maybe a home run in a clutch spot or a double or something. I'll take that from G-Man Choi. Um, Padres, where we have 63? What, games left? Yeah. No, 50? Less, less than that. Yeah, right yeah you're right. They're at, I think they're at 105. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, mid fifties, high fifties left, you know, yeah. and we need Not a serious run sure. and, but G man Choi, uh, they have him as a first baseman and a left fielder DH, mm-hmm. um, bats left throws, right. He only had 73 at bats this year, 15 hits, six bombs. So two of those bombs are against the Padres. FYI. Really? Uh, <laughs> a third of his home runs are against the Padres. Padre killer. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen this story before where we get the Padre killer and he comes to San Diego and he turns into a literal Padre killer where we he yeah, sucks. He sucks, right? And we I've seen that story before. I I'm I don't know what to expect from you know Dick Mountain and G Man Choi. Dick Mountain this year is seven ten with a point three WAR four seven six ERA, and he's played for second most teams of all time yeah I, I, how old is he now 43 yeah he's right around there yeah how many teams is that he's 43 and 140 i think he's on like 12 or 13 teams i think right so now. yeah one two three four five six seven eight nine ten more than 12 13 14 14 different jerseys he's worn but um, not too sure so he's gone back to the same I my mean, he favorite played with the red sox twice and uh multiple teams my favorite rich hill dick mountain memory is he had a no hitter through nine innings and then lost on a walk off home run in the tenth inning no with the Dodgers. My favorite memory of him. Hopefully, we get some of that. Some, some. not the walk off yeah, in the tenth inning. Not the end. But let's get some of those first yeah, nine. Some of those, I'd like that. Um, so we stole that from the Pirates. Um, what did we give up? Jackson Wolf. Um. Alfonso Rivas, yeah, and Esther Suero, I'm pre- I believe Suero, Suero, yeah. Um, uh, so no, the next trade, that's the next, oh, trade. next trade with the Marlins, um, baby, with the Marlins, an AJ Pillar masterclass, masterclass. He pulls off Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds for Ryan Weathers, friend of the pod, Ryan Weathers, friend of the pod. Ryan Sad Weathers. day, bad day. He has gone deep in Miami. That's yes. his only home run he's hit. That's true. And did it in Miami. Did it in Miami. Uh, Miami's done a great job of turning some young guys around pitching wise. You know, they've made some trade with the A's um, for yep. some young guys who had had fallen off a little to, per se. So I am I want the best for Weathers. He's obviously a friend of the pod. Uh, he came on to us, gave us a chance to interview him. So I'm going to be rooting for this guy forever. But this is a great trade for the Padres. Yeah. I mean, you go get a guy who Prether has sought after for a while now. Garrett Cooper has always been rumored with Prether. Um, and he plays multiple positions. Holy cow. I can't Slow speak. Down. Slow down, buddy. Have a podcast in a while. <laughs> uh, plays multiple positions. What did you say, Trevor? Third outfield. Third first, left, and right field. Yeah, so third, the corners. It plays every corner. Yeah. And he has, I think he has 14 bombs this year, 56 RBIs, I think. He's in like 254, I think I saw. But are these guys coming to play the field or just the age? He will probably start a lot more than because, you know, we have – 
Taylor Coley, who's been getting that bad. You know, all these so weirdos. We sent him down. We just yeah, DFA. So, this, so this, is, this is to bolster the bench because the San Diego Padres do not have an opening slot in the roster, really. I mean, unless you're sick and tired of Gold Glove center fielder Trent Grisham. Damn, a little bit. <laughs> you can't be, though. He's two time Gold Glove award winning center fielder Trent Grisham. I mean, you're going to get what you're going to get. I'll take the 220 and a Couple bombs, almost twenty bombs. Yeah, to play Gold Glove elite center field, I will take that. You're not going to get a better defensive center fielder. Yeah, probably. But not. he's going to need some days off. I want to see Tatis in center a little bit because we might, yeah. we might have another Gold Glove center fielder in Fernando Tatis. show in center field, he is great. So I like him in center and. <laughs> I was a big person of not moving him from shortstop because I think he's just too stars talented. Play stars play shortstop. Yeah, stars play shortstop. The most athletic people on your field are your shortstops 99% of the time. The Padres have a rare uh, prototype where it, that's not the case. But would love to see him in center because center is the second most athletic player on your team, usually your center fielder. Um, but he's been amazing in the outfield. Definitely surprising me. He is what everyone had saw when they were like moving the outfield. Um, the first year when that happened, you know, I think he was a head case where I'm the fucking shortstop. He was big eye guy. Now with and, and you know he was dealing with the injuries that year and yeah. everything. So I mean, a lot was getting into his head for sure. You know, he had the bad shoulder where remember he dropped twice during two different games. For the shoulder, and then so that was the idea to move in the outfield. But midseason, that's such a hard mentality. You know, you're grinding to be the best shortstop there is, and you know, so obviously, but he's done great, like you're saying. He's an absolutely phenomenal in uh right, and I do believe he's a caliber uh for to win a goal. Yeah, I think he's at that level. Um, but this is definitely these trades were to bolster the bench because our bench is jack shit right now. Like Shinny's saying, the Taylor Collies, the Dixons, the Odors, the Cruises, they're all gone. You know, Revis is gone now. Uh, it's all to bat and yeah, bat and soon to be soon to be. I mean. Iguain's going to come up. Him going three for four last night maybe gave him a couple more days in, on the Padres. But Iguain's Iguay, uh from last year, we pulled him up, and he got hurt, and so he's on a, a injury assignment in the minor. So I think they'll send Batten down when Iguay is officially ready. Yeah, um, I can see that, and I like I like Iguay. So, and uh, then the final trade of the trade deadline, another AJ Preller masterpiece. Is that the end? Is that the last trade? This is probably the this last was, trade. The, yeah, I think this was one of the last. After, because th- the three o'clock deadline hits, and then you wait about five minutes, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it goes boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like all of these deals go. So this was one of the last minute deals. And what a lot of people don't realize is when Jeff Passan or any of those guys tweet, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the first time someone's heard of this trade. That trade's already been through. They're getting it from a source that. Text works them. at the MLB office or, yeah. you know, agent of the player who heard or, right. you know, they have all those inside connections. Yes. But, but last trade. Last ahead, trade. Trevor, go ahead. 
relief pitcher from the Kansas City Royals, Scott Barlow, ex-closer. Definitely ain't going to start closing games over Josh Hader, I can tell you that. But another high-leverage reliever and something that we've been we've been missing, you know. Suarez has been out pretty much all goddamn year. Just came back, though, and he's been pretty decent. I'd li- I'd like to see- I like when he's in the game. But other than, you know, Suarez and Steven Wilson, we don't have any high-leverage guys. We have yeah, we, Nick we Martinez. Martinez has not been high-leverage in whatsoever no, this no, season. I agree there, but I was just naming another reliever. Yeah, no, but Scott Barlow, he – is a closer. He can pitch in one-run games. He can pitch in tied games. He can be the eighth inning guy. He can be the seventh inning guy. Yeah, I do think he's going to be able to step in the seventh inning with ease. Yeah. And then you have Bob Suarez, Robert Suarez, and that's all that in the eighth, and then Hater. Yeah, the ninth. that that's a recipe for winning f- baseball games. Is let's get our pitchers going six innings. Scott Barlow, Robert Suarez, Josh Hader. That's a perfect recipe. Yes. Um, and then Scott Barlow is the type of guy who who you could pull you Darvish at six and two thirds, and he's gonna come in and do one point two if he needs to, or, yeah. or you know, like he's gonna he's gonna hammer, he's gonna be Bob Melvin's key. Like yes. I do definitely think he's gonna be the guy where we're like, oh fuck, situation, get Scott ready, call the Barlow, call the Barlow, get the Barlow, <laughs> somebody bring out the Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> So that trade we sent the, uh, Henry Williams, our tenth overall prospect. I did. Uh, Average Shakes did tweet the stats of Henry Williams. He's a twenty-year-old in single A El Paso or single A Lake Elsinore. Sorry, mix up. Uh, booty cheeks, five point seven six ERA. They just dropped the second name in that trade too. Yeah, the second name is Jesus Rios. Um, never, heard. never heard of you. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Hope you're an all-star. So these are the type of moves that we've been begging hater or hater Preller to move uh, to make because at the end of the day, the Padres have been able to sign the guy. We could talk our talk, but to walk the walk, you need a full supporting cast, and that's not what we've been able to do during free agency. But back-to-back years, Preller has pulled it off because last year he upped the bench a lot with – Bell and Drury because mm-hmm. Drury was able to play multiple positions. He could come in and let anybody have an off day with these two additions. You have G men Choi who could play. I don't want to see him in the outfield, but necessarily he can got to be better than, I mean, probably better than Soto. We're not going to lie. <laughs> he might be. Soto's been high key terrible yeah. and left. I agree. Yeah. And, and the funniest part is he'll still get, Four hundred million dollars because people he, don't care about defense. He's still going to get an unreal. Contract. People do not care about defense. But the teams are going to argue that he's going to be a DH in the future because yep. he is headed that way. Yeah. yeah. But um, what I like about it is G-Man Choi is a uh, only righties guy, and Garrett Cooper. If you look at his numbers versus lefties, he is a banger. He rakes lefties. He's the Brandon Drury of last year. This is Garrett Cooper. Welcome to San Diego. I hope you can just start raking off these left-handed hitters. First base, you give Hassan Kim a day off. You give Jake Cronenworth some time to figure some shit out. If we can get all these guys clicking at the same time, and I know we have been preaching that for the last two years, but once that fucking happens, it's scary. This team's going to look really fucking good. And we're three games under 500 right now. Um, Three games under 500. 13 of our next 16 games are against teams that are in the wild card ahead of us already. 
It's a huge deadline, and we play up to competition. Though, if you've seen it, we, I yeah. think we're nine and eighteen versus teams yeah. in the uh, bottoms of their division. All losers. Yep. Um, I th- I want to say if since today's a bullpen day, Rich Hill might be making his debut this weekend against the Dodgers, possibly versus old team friend of the uh, verse. We love the rival games. We oh, yeah. love. First year old team. Yes. Rival and homecoming was a big theme this deadline. Homecoming was a big a lot of theme. teams were crying out, let me get my old guys back. Oh, so many of them. It was crazy. Verlander, like you said earlier. Well, we could discuss the Verlander. So a lot of teams were interested in Verlander all the way through the week. Because the Mets had already traded other ace, former ace, Max Scherzer mm-hmm. to the Rangers. So that was not really a deadline deadline move, but that trade has happened. The Mets have sold off. So we can start talking about where the Mets are sending their guys. So Max Scherzer to the Rangers. Um, it didn't really matter what they got back because Mets are selling. Now, Justin Verlander had a team of the Padres, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Astros all interested. About two hours before the deadline, we got news that the Padres and Giants were out. They, I saw that the Mets wanted Lesko. Yeah, yeah, the Mets wanted uh, one of the top Padres pitching prospects. And, yeah, uh, and that was too rich Dylan for Lesko. AJ, which I think he's going to be really fucking good. So, like, uh, we smart. needed to keep, we needed to keep our young, guy, our true potential guys. We yeah, needed, we need to build those guys up. So, we did. All our moves without giving away anyone really good. Because you can't tell me a 20-year-old with a 5-7 ERA is really going to pan out. He might in 10 years. So not worried about it today. Um, Yeah, not today. But let's get back to it. So I really think the Mets made the Astros overpay because Justin Verlander said, you're the the only yes to the Astros. The Dodgers and the Astros were the last two teams, and Verlander said no. 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 Astros only. Um, the Astros gave up their number one prospect and their number four prospect in their system. Yeah. And the number one dude I've heard of, his name is Drew Gilbert. I think he's a center fielder. Yeah, the, he's a center fielder, but they think we'll pay him more out in the corners because of his bat. He's a power yeah. bat guy. Yeah. Five nine with like twenty five bombs. Pretty, and I yeah. don't know. I don't really know the other guy. If I'm being honest, the not four, too sure. But they did the trade Corey Lee to a team, which I thought he was supposed to be really good. I think I saw him at the Futures game um, last year. He's a catcher on the Astros. Um, I don't remember what they traded him to. They, who the Astros? What else they get? Maybe it wasn't that deal. Maybe Ooh, what's his name? Corey Lee. Corey. But no, I don't think he was in that. He was in a weird deal. Corey Lee for Kendall Graveman. Yeah, Kendall Graveman. I thought he that's their number three top prospect. Corey Lee, I'm pretty sure is. And they trade him for a relief. So they got three they got rid of three of their top ten prospects for a forty one year old Justin Verlander and uh Kendall Graveman who they've already had. Who they already had. Home, <laughs> homecoming home. theme. Both that's both of their deals, homecoming. They yeah. both they both were on the Astros. But I mean, great move for the Astros. They needed some pitching. I mean, Verlander obviously loves it there. 
but he hasn't been Verlander. He hasn't been the 2021, 2022 AL Cy Young like we like we've seen. The gas ain't there. The last the last six starts, I will say he has drastically improved, but I mean the first six months of the year hasn't been anything special. Let's see if he gets back to the the Astro wave. Yeah, the sticky stuff. If you know oh, what I mean. So, somehow he's gonna get back to Verlander. Um <laughs> somehow, some way. Somehow. Dusty has the tricks up his sleep. Yeah, it's called a uh, spider tack. <laughs> or, um, or trash cans, one of the two. Yeah. So the when we were talking about the Mets. Mets had the Mets. They traded uh, Tommy Pham to the Diamondbacks as well, and they got rid of a reliever, Dominic Leone, to I think the Angels got him. Yeah, but um, yeah, yep. they're definitely sellers. And oh, they sold. They sold. That, they also yes. traded. Um, Man, who do they trade? Uh, the outfielder. Mark can't hit Mark, to the Brewers. Yeah, yep. Canna to the Brewers. Shout out Frank the Tank. You're going to have a <laughs> lovely next two years, my friend. Lovely. You're going to have so many nicknames. I'm going to love it. Yeah, he's going to have so many nicknames. The world will never hear the end of it. Never. Um, we You mentioned Tommy Pham to the Diamondbacks, but the Diamondbacks also made another move picking yep. up. Paul Seawold Paul of the Mariners. Really? The yeah. closer for the Mariners. This just made the Diamondbacks a little bit more scarier. Scary, yes, because uh, their ex-closer, their, their closer currently is uh, El Capitan alumni Kevin Ginkle. And he's shoving. Yeah. The last five days I've seen him shove. The last five days, but he's not great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Kevin Eagle is a major leaguer. I'm not yeah. a major league. Yes. He's from our high school. I didn't know that. But he's not a closer in the goddamn major leagues. <laughs> no. Um, no. So they went, it, they went and got their they went and got their guy. Yeah. This is a good move for the Diamondbacks. These two moves. Time fans would play in pretty good ball. Do they do they have Mark Melanson this year? No, I don't think Mark Melanson is on a baseball yeah, team. Okay, year. I was I, I was conf- I was confused. I thought I thought we might have uh, he was there. Maybe not. Don't care honestly. The Diamondbacks have been falling off hard, but they're in a great position. I think they're second place in the NL West right now, and they got a young core. This is a great move, I think, for them. But oh, the um, Max Scherzer trade was for Ronald Acuna's little, little brother. brother. Yeah, Luis yeah. Anhag Acuna. Yes. yes. So now they're gonna be right. But what what little brother has ever panned out? Um, sons, don't get me wrong. Sons pan out. What little brother though ever pans out? I mean, you got triplets in the league. In the NFL, Brandon Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe. <laughs> they're all, got, they're all triplets though. You got the Roger twins. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be one younger than the other. Right. No. No, they're the same age. How did they come out of the same time, man? <laughs> Speak that to me. That's science. I, I understand science. I don't think you do. No, that's science. No, there, have... there is a difference. No. Twins could actually be born at two like totally different times. Rare. Two totally different days. Rare. That's a rare condition or disease. No, no. There, <laughs> there is. Sir, this is a sports podcast, but I am not afraid to talk about vagina. <laughs> There's no way two babies are coming out there. Yeah, there is. C-section. Come on, brother. Come on. Brother, Come on. The ba- both babies aren't coming out the same time, brother. You could open the stomach. Both babies definitely come out the same time. Can't do that. 
Cam. What, what if one baby's like this, the other baby's like this? You got to take this baby out. And then this you just baby. stick your arm a little bit further, get both of them oh, one scoop. One foul scoop. <laughs> yeah, sorry about your guts, ma'am. Twins. <laughs> Twins. Wow, this is awesome. Sorry about your guts, ma'am. Let me just stick my finger. Let's, all right, let's go back. Let's right, go back right, before back. we get blocked. <laughs> On this is YouTube. one of my favorite podcasts. So far. <laughs> we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're fucking back, baby. Back. Um, Let's quit talking about the Diamondbacks now. Let's move on to uh, Miami. The Cardinals. Oh. Miami. Yeah, because go they, they got um, Josh Bell. Josh Bell and traded Gene Segura, clutch Gene, and then Indians Guardians released them instantly. Release. I mean, hey. He makes a bag too, like sixteen mil. Perfect. Give me, pay me up front. Makes a bag. Um, who else did they get? Ryan Weathers. Yep, they got Danny Jake Berger. Berger. Yep, Jake Berger from the White Sox. That was a good one. He's a surprise name. He's one of those one one season wonders. I don't know how he's doing so good, but yeah, because I don't think he's doing great right now. He has a lot of bombs. He's like twenty bombs. Twenty five bombs. Yeah, he has a lot of bombs. Oh man. Yeah, no, he is raking. Oh man! Only left-handers yeah. though, oh, man. which is weird. I wish we would have got him. Mm. I, I like that. I like Gary Cooper. I do. Too. I do. Too. <laughs> um, did you? You did mention that uh, Hedges go, went to to the, the, Rangers. the Rangers. The Rangers also got St. Louis Cardinals starter Jordan Montgomery, which that that team is looking pretty fucking good. The right Rangers. Now. The Rangers are hoarding starting pitchers. Hoarding. So are the Marlins. The Marlins yeah. have like seven studs that are under 25. And they sent the guy down to double A. I know. And they're, they just got Ryan Weathers. They're like, Ryan Weathers is better than this guy. Let's, let's get them. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's not, he's not, but the Marlins have a lot of fucking starting pitching. The Texas Rangers are going to be absolutely insane with a three headed monster next year with Scherzer, DeGrom and Nathan Evaldi. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Nathan Evaldi's hurt right now, but I'm looking for next year for them. They're ain't, they're gonna lose to the fucking Astros. Maybe the Angels even. Um Angels, I like I like what they did. CJ Crone, Randall Grishik, Lucas Giolito, and uh, another reliever. Yeah, another reliever. Yep, yep, like yep, yeah, yep. I think that. I like those moves for a team that was struggling. I, I like those moves for a team that was struggling, and then towards the end of the deadline, they started winning baseball games again. That these are some moves that will keep them in that October conversation. Hopefully, CJ Crone hasn't been hot this year, but when he's on, he rips them. The last couple of years in Colorado, he's been a hammer. And fun fact: Grichik has been really, really good this year. Yeah, fun fact about him is he was drafted directly after Michael Trout to the Angels and this is now his Angel debut 16 years later. So they traded for two guys they had already had because CJ Crone was a Angel before. Yeah. the I love when the uh, Photoshop gurus come out and say, oh, first look at this person in Angel's jersey because they've already been in that jersey. Yeah. yeah, It's a beautiful Photoshop done by them. And those guys are quick too. Very quick. Um... Guardians traded Aaron Savali. Savali to the Rays makes no sense, but Savali's having a good year to me. And uh, he, had, he has two years of control. Yeah, he, but they uh, gave up a pretty good prospect. I thought he's a serviceable MLB um, arm. They did give up that first baseman Kyle something. He rakes down in AAA right now. I think he is. 
Um, he's probably starting now because they just traded Josh Bell. Manzaro. Yeah, he rakes, well, bro. Naylor, Naylor's their starter. He's just scratched. Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. He was scratched, but um, you're right. Naylor is what their starter. And Naylor's having a great year. Great year. 308 with 15 bombs. Um, uh, who else? Oh, Orioles ended up getting Jack Flaherty, Flaherty of the St. Louis Cardinals, and their fire sale was absolutely wild, too. The Cardinals fire sale. They kept Goldschmidt and Arenado. They have no pitching now. Absolutely zero zilch. Nothing. Nada. Montgomery and pitching. Jack Flaherty. Yeah. Their ace now is Maz Miklas, who they just traded, got ejected. They traded a reliever, too? Yeah. Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Hicks to the Blue Jays. Paul G. Young to the Blue Jays. Yep. Paul Jones, yeah. um, they look bad. They, yeah, they yeah, that, that team sold. I mean, they said they were going to sell, and they sold. Yeah. I wish we, we could have sold Gallegos like you wanted. Yeah, I love Gallegos. Um, oh, let's talk about the Dodgers getting Verlander and no. Eduardo Rodriguez no. and them both saying no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we could talk about who the Dodgers actually got during this past week. They got Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. I know both of them haven't been having a great year, but both are very good overall veteran names. Very great careers in the major leagues. Yep. He starts tonight, so tune in. Oh, shit. Um, They also picked up Kike Hernandez. Yeah. Reunion. Hometown boy. Joe Kelly was a hometown Hometown reunion. Um, And then there was another one. They just picked up Ryan Yarball from the Royals. They yeah, did he trade for the race. He used to play for the race. They did trade uh Phil Bickford, who was DFA'd, and Adam Cleric to the Mets. The Mets. The Mets. Oh shit. Yeah, the Mets, <laughs> the Mets need some help for the rest of the year. You're damn right they do. They'll take they'll take the Dodgers sit out of the stick. Yeah. Um uh dude, uh guard to uh the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, and weird. For Ahmed Rosario to the Dodgers. Yes, that is, that is a Ahmed hasn't been having a great year, but the Dodgers need an everyday shortstop. The Dodgers started off hot with the deadline with the trades. Yeah. I will admit they were the first ones making plays, and I'm like, damn it, god damn it, they're getting everyone. It, it didn't feel like they were giving anything up. No, Nick Nastrini was the best name they gave up. Yeah, they really didn't give up much. So. Um, they they had a great they had a great deadline week. I mean, they didn't fall through at the deadline day. We didn't hear much from the Doyers today. Nope, not at all. Luis Urias to the Red Sox. Yep, Luis Urias. He gets to fill that you know Kiki role, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't really know where he can play, but Red they Sox. Give up Bradley Blaylock. Blaylock. Never heard of him. Yeah. But um, yeah, he he's a multiverse infielder. Can play a bunch of positions. Um, not really sure he's an outfielder at all. No, nope, I don't think so. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was oh Kike was playing shortstop. Yeah. But I think um, what's his name's coming back? Story Trevor Story will be back soon. He was in yeah. rehab, so they'll probably play him at second. I don't know. Fun fact about uh, Luis Urias: me and him are friends on Snapchat. I can Snapchat right now if we want. Fun fact. That's going to be on the pod. Yep. That's going to be on the pod. I need it in Spanish. (laughs) Puedo usar a baño. Yo quiero taco bell. 
Um, so I think we uh, Yankees acquired Kenyon Middleton from the White Sox. Yeah. Um, let's let's uh, uh, maybe a winners and losers. He had a three nine six ERA. Um, Padres in the winners bracket. I think the Padres made it to the winners bracket. Um, I, I do want to say I think the Dodgers made it to the winners bracket. I think those are all great moves for their their team. Maybe yes. I I think the Angels are in the winners bracket, and uh, I don't know. Depending on how these prospects turn out, I I want to say the Astros made it, but if those prospects are legit, like that's one a, and four, like they're supposed to be, that's a that's a big loss. Yeah, um, maybe the Rangers. Yeah, I, I would say the Rangers for sure. Scherzer and Montgomery, that they're going to be nasty in their rotation. That they could flex someone to the bullpen. Yeah, and that, the losers. Losers, I would say the Yankees. At the, the Yankees, Mets. the Mets. Yeah, they're selling. Um, Cardinals, obviously. Um, Pirates didn't sell off everyone. They were oh, maybe they got a lot of those guys off. They could have sold more. They could have. Um, I mean, you can't. I mean, not everyone who sold is a loser because yeah. we won't ever know the value of these prospects, the prospects. until yeah. that day comes when they're on my TV screen. They go, yeah. "This guy was." Drafted and traded by the San Diego Padres yeah. for now he's an all star. So yeah, and I could kick myself down the road, but right yeah, now I, I do definitely feel um where we're at. I definitely feel the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Padres are up there. Yeah, West Coast, West Coast rules, baby. Let's I, fucking I think go. Those teams won. Um, and I definitely think the Mets and Yankees lost. Weird. It's crazy. They uh, definitely the Yankees didn't make a move. Yeah, they, they added a re- uh, reliever. Cool. Yeah, they could have got rid of Bader. Maybe yeah. Bader's a free impending free agent. Didn't trade him. Glaber impending free agent. Didn't trade him. Teams were calling. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Red Sox that you could say they're a loser. Marlins losers. Marlins, I think they might they might be in the middle. I think they I think they added some good talent for their team. I'm trying to think of teams that didn't really add anything that need something you know like i mean the giants didn't add nothing it seems like they got aj pollock aj pollock <laughs> i mean he definitely fits the giants role he bangs lefties for sure and they have a lot of lefties in that outfield right now with lamont wade and jock. michael conforto and jock right? <laughs> jesus <laughs> oh smokes <laughs> All yeah i mean i'm not a fan of that one no i mean that's a like a no-brainer move. Like that's literally all they could have gotten, and that's who they got. But if they're trying to do something, because they are the best team in the wild card right now, best record in the wild card. Really? Yeah, oh, they're, they're holding the best spot. Every everyone else is tied, and then like two games out. And what about the tied. Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks are right under them. I thought the Diamondbacks were in second, um, maybe. and the Giants are in third. Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. No, the Diamondbacks have been struggling though. They're like two and eight their last ten games. So I want to, I want to. Uh, Doubt that they're. I'll pull up. They're in third right now. They are third, Matthew. Diamondbacks. Yeah, so I was correct. San Francisco is one game up. Um, Philly is point five games up, and then it goes Diamondbacks, Miami, Milwaukee are all tied for the last wild card spot, and then Chicago Cubs are three and a half, and Padres are five. Five and a half. Bullshit. We could have been at four games, bro. It says five right now. Yes, it's five. I don't care. We should be at four. Dumbass game last night. 
Stupid. Dumbass game last night, dude. Stupid. So the Padres, let, let's finish it up. Sin. That was a terrible sin. Terrible sin. Terrible sin. Mm, yes and no. Let's, we can wrap it up with a recap of last night. The Padres continue. Hold on. The game was postponed for like two and a half hours. And it was pouring rain the whole game. Yeah. yeah I mean, and MLB, your boy stayed up the whole time. Shove it. You shouldn't have played the game. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch a minute of it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the game was postponed. I, I said, you know what? This is a perfect day for me to catch up on my beauty rest. <laughs> Fell asleep, woke up, and I. Uh, no, no, the the game was middle of the game, and I was pissed that I missed that much of it, so I was turning it off. I think it was three two. Um, yeah, well, um, bases loaded, no outs. Got to score a run. Literally put the ball in the air. Can't do it. Um. Yeah, and that that's in the tent. We tent. make we made three errors and we lose by one run. And I've been taught since I was a young little grasshopper playing this sport, walks and errors will always fucking kill you. And if you take a look at teams that have one or two errors and then they lose by one run, it's always there's always a correlation between walks and errors and winning and losing ball games. Can't make the errors. Manny makes the. Oh I've God. never seen him make an error like that in in my life. In his nine, I think he's nine years in now. The when they have bases loaded and the, Gary Sanchez throws it to Manny. Manny catches it, makes the tag, drops the ball. Oh, nah. drops the ball. I wanna. Was if, the guy out? He was oh, way out. He was way out. Oh yeah, he got it. Like like out. like Dom said in the group chat. If you hold the ball for two Mississippi's, I mean he's out. He's out, but That's made the tag. His leg got caught. The other dude's leg got caught, and the glove opened up. Yeah. The ball fell out. If I'm a, they did challenge, but if I'm Manny Machado, I am going crazy saying that that guy pulled the ball out of my glove, something like that. <laughs> you got to make up something to make sure that umpire doesn't fuck up that fucking call. They give him an air for it, which I think is bullshit. And then, I mean, the, the key part of that game was when uh, Xander dropped that ball at second base. That gave that cost a run, and what do you know? We lose by fucking one run, and we're getting to the point in the season where can't happen. Yeah, in baseball, like you can't expect someone to be perfect, but when you have to be perfect, you must. You you literally have to be perfect, and so we're making three errors, literally bonehead. I know it's raining. I know playing in the rain is literally bullshit and it sucks, but I mean they're giving you an opportunity to play baseball for one more day. Brandon Dixon DFA'd. He, he may never play baseball again. And <laughs> like, there's just opportunities that could, that happen. Yeah, you can find a way on the Mets. Seth Lugo was shoving maybe in the rain. He's a dog. Seth Lugo's a dog. I can see in his eyes when he's on the mound. Um, Does Lugo go to the pen with Hill coming? No, he's a starter. What what's the what's our main plan? I think we're Hill? gonna go six six man. Six man. Six man. Give the bullpen some fucking rest. They've been overworked the last month, I would say. Um, I think we go six man and just let everyone cook until playoffs if we can make playoffs. It's the time of year where they gotta squeeze strap them out. Gotta strap in. Strap in, squeeze yeah. them out. And pretty much that that wraps it up. I wanna say Padres yeah, I mean, need they just August, need to win. August is looking rough. I mean, you got the Rockies, the Dodgers, the uh, Mariners, D backs. Orioles, D backs, Miami, 
Cardinals, and then we start um, San Fran at the end of the month. month, month. It's a rough month, um, but it's a it's a good month to catch up. Those are a lot of good teams in front of us. Yeah, that's what that means. That means win fucking series. I don't care about sweeps. It's win fucking series because those are teams that are ahead of you. Yeah, every game matters. Every game matters. And especially when those motherfuckers are heady. And we can't get any extra innings. No more extra inning games. Oh and ten in extra innings. I'm hoping we got a clutch guy out of this group. Oh and ten. That is insane. If you don't it's G Man Toy has gotta be that man. I'm interested to see how this team comes together and the, how the lineup goes. Um we're in second place in division we win those ten games. We'll never win those ten games ever again. Yeah, you can't you can't go in the past. We're losers. If, it, it if we get the extras, we are losers. That's all, that's just what we are at this point. Yeah, extras are terrible for us. But uh, nonetheless, nothing wrong with being average. Love you guys. Peace, peace, peace. Um, ha- hype that we're back. Glad to be back. We're, we're back, back, baby. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are.